Hello, Miss Bell. How are you? Hey. I am doing good. How's it going? Good. I am, uh, yeah, go ahead. So I thought on this episode, we could address the elephant. You mean the elephant in the world? In the room the past couple months. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. It's a metaphor. There's really no elephant. There's really no room. The room's the world. The elephant is um, the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, and I think first we should say, like, why we haven't talked about it before, but also just now yeah. why we yeah. want to. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, so we haven't talked about it before just because it definitely at the beginning of this and it sometimes feels like it's all that's going on right now. Um, especially at the beginning, it just felt like that's what everyone was talking about. And it was nice to sort of get a break. And we figured, you know, maybe our listeners would also just want a break. And if anyone's going back through and listening at a different time, you know, not everything is about this pandemic. But at the same time, you know, it has significantly impacted the life of everyone in the world in mostly bad ways. But I think I, I on, go today we kind of want to talk about make how it negative. I would say inconvenient a- ways. <laughs> I don't know because I think yeah no you're a right. A lot of people it, have died, it, it, and I would I'm say not saying it's not terrible. I'm just more saying than that like I think inconvenient is a better way because like maybe it has helped some people, right? Like it's not all bad. Yeah, and so I think, and obviously, like in this podcast, like we are not speaking. It, it's hard to talk about something like this. I feel like almost because it's so big and everyone is experiencing it. So it's hard to say like, even this, like, can you say it's, I would say it's mostly bad, but also like, I don't know. I don't know the experiences of everyone. And so I think, especially as we go into what month four of, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm still working from home. You're still working from home, sort of just talking more about life now from home and things like that without, sort of with a disclaimer that like there's a lot of emotional stuff and a lot of really terrible things going on with coronavirus and it is a terrible disease and sort of that's kind of not what we wanted to talk about to begin with and that's not what we Mm -hmm. want to talk about now but that's still true so we're talking more about as you said like the inconveniences and then the resiliency of okay so you're working from home what how how are you gonna make it good like what's your best day been like during all this (laughs) how what has been really great from the beginning what's been you know, harder in month four, but you did in month one. Um, And also just, I mean, I had this conversation with my mom the other day. What are you keeping with you past COVID that you've like learned through this? Is there anything that maybe you actually feel like you will keep from this sort of a lifestyle that we're all kind of have to be in now for the common good? Cool. Those are a lot of good questions. So, and I feel like we also, you well, and I, I actually have, haven't talked about it on that the podcast at all, but I guess we haven't talked about it from a general point of view, more from specifics and day-to-day activities. Yeah. Anyway, so what? Yeah. Yeah. Answer any other? I just asked a bunch. You can pick and choose where you want to start. There are a lot of good answers to a lot of those good questions. Um. I don't know. It really does suck. Like. I've been working home since mid-March, I want to say. It might have even been early March. Probably like the 7th. Let's see, the 6th was a Friday. Seven. It was like mid-March. So it was like um, probably since the, um, what's 6 plus 7? 13, 14, 15, 16. Probably since the 16th I've been at home. That sounds right. Um, and uh, yes, I mm-hmm. just counted up in my head. Um, and I'm an engineer. It's okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> the so the and 16th, but it's okay. like since then and <laughs> basically luckily i've still been able to like do work um it hasn't my job security has been pretty stable through it um i just do able i just do a lot more work on the computer and a lot more work from home um and some hand and i don't know my jo- i think i've explained my job's like pretty hands-on um i just moved that hands-on work to home and now that things are starting to slightly open up a little bit um I've been comfortable enough to go into the office for like once a week with nobody else there and just like work on stuff that like, I, I literally can't do at home. That's very hands-on that includes power tools. Um, and so I kind of like batch it all together. I'm like, Oh, here's mm-hmm. all the things I need to do. So instead of being able to do it at the office, I'd like batch it all together. 
Um, and then I'm lucky we were in a big period of design anyway. And so I was able to design a lot of the stuff on the computer and do and fill a lot of my cycles with that type of stuff over the last, God, I, is it really been like, let's see. Yeah. Well, it's been I four, months, four months, like, but virus, I don't think that's but, like, true. Since in the U.S. in terms of like staying home, let's see, it's it's June, so all of April, all of May, three? and part of March, so two like and two half? and a half, three? a little bit more than two and a half. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Less, let's I rounded it up maximum. way more. So like, oh, we'll all round up. So it's been like three months, and like, I've been able to figure it out, and I think it was like, I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast before. Um, but an instrumental moment in my life was maybe a few weeks in. Um, and luckily, like, my work ethic stayed pretty consistent right after the lockdown. And I stayed working, like, the the same amount of hours I did. And I kept the same hours. And I set up my home desk. And I brought a bunch of stuff from home, like, my office chair and my monitor. So I, like, like work is still comfy. Like, it's still, like, and I, I set up a table yeah, in my room like that I made, like, just so that I could work on stuff. I brought a whiteboard home so I could write down all my tasks and stuff. Like I, 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 I'm an organized person. So I like made it super organized. Um, I did miss being at work though. Cause you kind of get a different sense of being, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm a uh, tangenting. Um, the point is maybe two weeks in, <laughs> I was like on my computer in my bed, just like reading New York times and like going through like some stories. And basically I was the, the world was going to hell in a handbasket. Um, pardon my uh, s- swear, but the it was like, I don't know, there were just like, there were things that Trump was doing. I forget exactly what it was that pushed me over the edge, but like there was definitely, definitely involved Trump. It definitely involved like the world not knowing what yeah. to do. People had not normalized it yet, which I think is more, com- more the case now. Um, let alone gone back to normal. It was like still getting worse every single day and like exponentially so. Like it's amazing how much yeah. it was tearing up like the world, um, whether it's people's jobs or other things. And like, I don't know, like we could, the US could barely like help itself. Like how's it, how is it going to help or how are other countries going to help countries that lit- like don't have the money or cash on hand? Um, so and I was worrying about that. I was worrying yeah. about all this stuff. And then I like, I'm like, okay, well, I can't do anything about worrying about the rest of the world right now. Like, yeah, I can like donate some money and stuff, but like, I really can't do much about everything. Exactly. And you're not president of the United States. You can decide if Um, we're in the WHO. But like, there's one person I can do stuff about. Who who do you think that is, Annabelle? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, You. uh, No, it is. You cannot control anybody, sadly. Um, Actually, it's not sad. It's probably good. (laughs) in the long run um but (laughs) i could only control me and i was having a very negative reaction and a very like i I think sad it's another word um not quite angry but like disappointed i hate that i guess that works (laughs) i'm not angry i'm disappointed disappointed in the world like sad for the world like very like and i'm like well i can't do too much about it therefore i'm gonna worry about me and i thought about my life and even before the virus like became really big like I already saw that it was impacting my life even like before I left work and I'm like how's this gonna impact my life and then like I was like I'm gonna stop going to the gym because I stopped going to the gym way before I stopped going to work um and Mm -hmm. there were basically all these different parts um I'm losing my train of thought okay so Basically, I was like, this is affecting my life, like in so many different ways. Like, how can I get the most out of it? How can I get do the best out of it? How can I like make it not suck? Right? How? Yeah. How can I be resilient? How can you be how resilient? Can I, like, not read this article yeah. and feel like terrible. Right? So the first option is really easy. Like, mm-hmm. I can't control this. Therefore, I'm not going to read the news all the all day. I'm not going to like focus on this. Yeah, I'm going to stay up to date with like the numbers and the virus and like how it's impacting people so that I know when I feel comfortable going back into society, but I already wasn't a big consumer of news and I've just like kind of continued to follow that. Um, but I like, mm-hmm. I have been like figuring out which things to do with the po- the pandemic are valuable and like letting those in, but just like letting them in like a tiny bit. So like, for example, it's like one podcast I listen to each day. That's a news podcast that is 10 minutes long. 
Uh, I get the New York Times newsletter in the morning that talks about coronavirus, and that's like maybe a three minute read, right? Like, and then beyond that, like, there's very little that gets through the bubble, unless it's like a big deal and freaking Trump is like, you should insert, like, inject Tide into your bloodstream, in which case my friends and I have a good laugh. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, but basically, like, like th- that's about it. And I've cut down on that. But the, the main point of like that, so that resilience is like, what can I do for me? Like, like, I, I thought about the problems I had in my life before it, and or problems is a strong word, opportunities for growth and places that now, now wow, that's even too far on the other side <laughs> as well. Suboptimal what parts of my life could be better and like... make me happier <laughs> and make me uh, like really excited to get up in the morning. That was the most positive spin on. Well, it's better than like opportunity <laughs> growth opportunities. That was that's too that's too bookish. I, I I'm just saying no, I would be like, like the parts of my life that suck. Like that's how yeah, I would say. Parts of your life that suck. And I'm not a nihilist, but like if you really do think too hard, I can understand how nihilists become nihilists. Um, and the uh, oh my god, yeah, that would um, not. But my point is like you want to be excited to wake up in the morning, right? Like <laughs> I like my job a lot. That is pretty like yeah, on top of it. There's not much I can do to make my job better. Um, um therefore, like nice. I'm just gonna enjoy it and like do well in it. And like, yeah, there are things I can do, and I'll do those, but. There's not any like big like I'm already pretty high up on the scale of how happy I am and how on my job front, right? But there are other aspects of my life that I am not quite at that highest level on, right? Um uh and mm-hmm. like I'm very clear with myself on what those are, right? And like I'll, I'll give you an example, like let's just like relationships with people in LA. I just moved here. I do not have as many relationships with people than I did beforehand, right? Um, like I did when I was in Denver, where mm-hmm. I literally was at college, where like it's nothing but people my age who think similar to me. Um, so like that's a good example. So I thought of myself like, what can I do to like when this thing is over? Like I'm like I didn't just pause my life. I actually improved my life over the course of this time. And yeah, I was stuck at home most of it. But like what what did I, what can I do to like make get better and I like came up with like a few things so that so I was like one was like so did you write them down or did both, you just think about both. them did you um but like I mostly what I did though is I yeah. like focused on like three I was like because so I feel like writing them down is great but like if you write down a list of 10 you're not going to do those 10 things if you write down the Unless yeah, you like can't tasks, even remember like tasks are you... useful to write down 10 things and then start checking them off slowly. Right. But these are like big ideas, like more LA friends or um, like, like work out on your own, like, like do pushups, do like sit-ups, like do more like in in-house exercise type stuff to like get a strong upper body. Right. Um, like that's a mm-hmm. example of, um, like like continuing exercise because I knew that would be a huge problem if I was staying at home all the time um like especially because like yeah. my gym was between work and home it was so nice just to be able to like go to the gym every morning before work it's just mm. like it worked um I had a great routine I like showered oh, wow. at the gym I went to work life was good um and that stopped and I knew my body would it wouldn't get fat but it would like not feel as good and as healthy um if I didn't continue to do something to do with that. And to be honest, I'm still working on that. Um, but yeah. So how has it um, gone? I feel like I've talked for a while. I think it's your turn, but basically I think of the three, I've been very (laughs) successful at one. Some pretty successful at one. That's good. And not so successful at the third, which like, I feel great about like from the perspective of like, I feel like this, I haven't wasted this time. It hasn't been a pandemic pause as I've been calling it. Like it wasn't a pause. Like there were still good things. I, my life still continued afterward during it. And once everything goes back to normal, it'll be yeah. even better. Right. It'll be like, haha, I can go to, I can like actually go out and stuff. Right. Um, and not that I can't right now, but not to the same. Yeah. Extent. There was, yeah, there was so much on social media when all this started happening of, like, here are all the things you can do still. Or, like, here are all the things you can start doing now. Like, now's the time to do all these things that you haven't been doing because mm-hmm. you've been commuting or because you've been 
not at home all day long. And then I felt like there's a counter movement. Maybe, I don't know which one. The counter movement, I think, came second, which was you do not need, this is a pandemic. Like, you do not need to be picking up new skills. You do not need, like, you can relax. And I think you know how I fall on this, which is, nope, I'm going to try to use this time to check more things off my list. Also because those things, to me, help me relax. Um, And because, like you're saying, a pause is, like, a really good term for it. But also, it's sort of the opposite. If you stop working out, it's not a pause. It's like you go back. It gets harder when you start again. Your body gets – not not just it doesn't get stronger, it gets weaker. So – I definitely found that, you know, I think I, I think I made a list at the beginning of things that I had in my, like, pre-COVID life, which was at university, like, in college, that made me feel really good and things that, like, helped me and that made me, like, like you said, that I was excited to wake up for. And then, obviously, not all of those could be replaced, but there were some things mm-hmm. where I said, you know, I'm going to actively try to replace them or to bring them. Like, if it was, I really like talking to my roommate, like, I'm going to bring that into this life where she's not my roommate currently, you know? Um, And especially because, you know, my school said, go home for spring break, stay there. So uh, things will be different next year, even if, like, regardless. Like, things will be different because of COVID, but also just every year is different. So there are a lot of things that, like, made this year really cool that aren't, that will change. So anyway, I did the same thing where I sort of said, you know, I can't let mm-hmm. boredom fill the vacuum of all these things. <laughs> like, I want to actively fill them with things. Um, and I had, like, I played, like, three different, pretty casual, but I played three different sports. Like, I had an intramural team. I worked out in different ways. Um, and so I had to sort of stop and say, okay, obviously I can't play intramural volleyball anymore, but what can I do? Um, and I've been two different places during this pandemic, and in both, I feel like, it was hard because mm-hmm. when I left one halfway through, I think I, le- I think it's been exactly, I think I was there for six weeks and then I flew um, and then self-quarantined all that stuff. But also just then I really actively had to say again, like, okay, what am I going to make this quarantine experience? Because now what used to be, which was running, which was very safe in a suburban neighborhood became more of a risk. So then I had to adapt to, okay, it's not intramural volleyball. It's not running. Like, what is my physical activity? And I think I found one that I'm probably never going to do. What do you find? I'm having way too much fun with 20 minute high intensity okay. interval training nice. videos on YouTube. So that's it. And they like, there's seven day challenges with it's a video every, like, I work out every single day now because I'm like addicted to it. And I, yeah, so these are like the habits I want to keep. Um, what else have I done? I, the other thing that I did that I didn't do at first and I wish I had, but I also was like, at first I kind of withdrew Mm -hmm. from reaching out to people. Like, I think I needed time to just like figure out where I was with the people I was living with, figure out where, what I was doing, you know, sort of tend to like how sad I was that school was gone, how worried I was about this pandemic. Um, And it didn't leave a lot of time for like, Hey, how are you texts? Which is, I felt bad about, but then once I felt like I was mm-hmm. on better footing in general, I started reaching out to people and doing more like, let's catch up on a phone call. And from there, I got a ton of ideas because mm-hmm. all my really smart friends had been doing really smart quarantine stuff and taking up really cool new hobbies. Um, and so now I've started stealing some of their ideas that I really like, including like social media hiatuses. Um, I've been doing journaling, just things that, um, I don't know, I wouldn't have thought of, or even I got a book recommendation list from someone before spring break, and then I got stranded with those books, and so I've really (laughs) slowly been able to read these books where instead of knowing that I have to return them in three weeks, kind of Mm -hmm. just very slowly being able to go through them, um, things like that, and then also... I did find that, you know, my school, I think, did a fantastic job of Mm -hmm. switching over to online things, including activities and clubs. And it was easier to go to things (laughs) because it wasn't like normally I might have, I don't know, something else. I was so busy, but it turned out that I had more free time 
for going to clubs I had never been to and showing up to virtual meetings that sounded interesting. And so since then, like I've done so many activities with our sustainability team. There was a climate trivia like last week and it ended up being mostly professors and employees and like three students. And it was just was so fun. And I don't know that I would have showed up for that on a normal night. Um, and I also don't know that all the people who did show up mm-hmm. would have shown up. It might have been a different crowd, if that makes sense. But you really can just show up to places alone, join the Zoom call. And so I feel good about, I feel like I've learned a couple of things. And then I also have just started some projects where, you know, some of them were sort of in the works before, but other ones I've said, you know, this is the summer. Of, I'm going to put so much work into planning this that right. no matter what happens in the fall, like it's going to happen. Um, and I feel like it's the opposite of procrastination. I was just talking to someone who the decision to do something then or do a lot longer work later and they chose to leave it off. I feel like I'm doing the opposite. Like, I want to do all the work now so that I don't have to do. Right. So it's really, really easy later when I'm busier. Um, yeah, so I would say that's probably the thing I'm most, like, proud of that I've done in quarantine is that project where I've... It's not even, like, nearly planned, but I've been able to at least do like one real thing on it every week and build sort of more and more of an idea about what it's going to be. Yeah. Cause normally I get ideas and I get really excited and I'm like, I'm going to write all these novels and I'm going to do all these things. And then I lose my free, like then I, I just don't come back to it. And I think because I'm here home, it's been way easier to set up like, write down the idea and then the next day okay what what would you what else what other ideas do you have about this um even like my mom and i have been saying we're gonna write at a least book three. For how many years have we been saying that it's been years it's been at least three years we have an outline up awesome. on the wall it's beautiful um and really part of it is that we're together and we can actually like put an outline up on the wall but part of it is also just that you know you get really inspired and you want to do it and then you lose track but I think just being here and sort of really not allowing myself to say, oh, I'm just really bored. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. It's been way easier to keep traction on things because I know, oh, I can do that. And then. No, that's. Um, yeah. yeah, no, that, that, that's amazing. I have a, something that connects to answers. One of your initial questions bridges off what you said and does mm-hmm. one third thing that I forget. Um, but basically I've like, so I found it really easy to talk with one friend, like even into the coronavirus, because we already had kind of like a standing time to talk every day. Um, and he was so far away uh, yeah. that like, it was just e- it, like we already like knew how to talk to each other over um, the phone all the time. Right. Like because I can't see him often because he's in a different country. Um, but my friends that I just left yeah. in college, like I was so used to seeing them in person. We really didn't know how to talk to each other. Not like we only knew how to talk to each other in person. So like, I didn't talk to them as much when I moved away, which was kind of sad. But one thing coronavirus has done is like, they can't even see each other, even though some of them are in the same, are still in Denver. Right. And so like in order to see, like basically we mm-hmm. now do zoom calls like every, um, like a couple of times it's now like three times a week how often do you guys do them um, inspiration we, no that's incredible uh, well, if you, Can want I crash you haven't seen the tv up? show so okay well so, they're gonna hear okay. this and text well, me they and they're gonna that. say that it's um, fine we, we, we watch a tv show and like we we're now <laughs> over halfway through it and like literally it's just because we watch a couple episodes each night um and or every time we do it like three or it used to be like once a week and then it turned into like three times a week is probably what it's remaining at um and it's really cool Mm because like afterwards we just talk as like a group and like we can catch up and and then we also watch this great show and can talk about that and like give our exclamations and reactions to different parts of it and like we chat through it which is like fun and comment on different things Uh, it's just like a good way of social interaction and i got i now like talking about things to take away from quarantine like we're totally going to keep doing this because a lot of us live in different places and it's way more fun to zoom call watching a tv show or just a zoom call in general than like like it's funny because the world has always been able to connect over well like even that we didn't text a lot the world has always been able to communicate from far away with groups it's just people didn't do it 
And now that they have to do it, they are doing it. So I think it's going to stay this way in a lot of ways once coronavirus is over. I think friends you meet in one place, you're going to keep longer because it's going to be normal to talk to them over technology in a video conferencing scenario often. Um, yeah. Talk about, yeah. Um, I was just thinking today about Atomic Habits. Love that book. Um, and how really things, like you're saying, the people who I talked to a lot when this first started, even when I, like, were the people I had been talking to a right. lot before. You know? Yeah. Like, I still, I think, called you a lot. Because that's what I was used to. We were used to doing that. Um, and we've moved a lot. And I don't know that I've been the best at keeping in touch with people. And part of it is... I'm trying to think if this sounds mean. I think this is just true is sometimes if you're trying to keep in touch with someone virtually and they have the choice between going out and connecting with people in the real world or connecting with you virtually. And that can be hard for both. Like that's a hard, like sometimes, you know, it's totally worth it, but I do feel like it's harder to schedule things because you have all these in-person things that you could do. And now, especially you don't. So it's sort of, okay, who do I want to, you know, keep in touch with remotely? But also, yeah, I think it'll stay because people are finding the ways right. they prefer to keep in touch with virtually. Um, or even just... Yeah, yeah and I, I don't know I that I've totally, totally figured it out yet, though. I'll be honest. Yeah, and on I don't think hard, I'm totally I have been doing yet. what you, like, said it took you a while to, like, get your bearings and, like, texting people every few days. Like, every... Like, I try to text someone new every day and be like, yo, how are you doing? Like, what's up? And they're like someone who I'm like, actually would want to talk to on the phone. And like, that potentially could happen. Worst case scenario, we have a short yeah. text conversation that like, I just figure out what they're up to in life. And it's fun. Um, and then best. And I also feel like, and I feel like that's just part of being a good friend, like keeping in touch, like, especially if you've put a lot of effort into it already. Right. And it's like, th no matter what you say, like, the world is going through an interesting time. And like, some you need to talk about what you're going through in order to feel better about it right yeah and it has been nice the people um who I know I can talk to about everything being able to call them and sort of bring up whatever mm -hmm. and they're okay to talk about it um that's definitely been I think it's been pretty obvious mm -hmm. who I feel like I can call for that um and who maybe and still there are people you know I, I'm catching up with and it's really fun to talk to but it's it's interesting to see like how casual or how mm -hmm. easy the conversation is virtually um, and also just um, yeah I don't know I'm still working on that that's something that I definitely um was one of my goals that I wrote down at the beginning of May. Um, especially because, like you said, the pause, right. like, you don't just want to pause a bunch of relationships and come back to them. That's not, uh, relationships are people you want to talk to and want to see and like to see. And so when I miss them because I don't see them right now, you know, the right thing to do right. is no, I totally to agree. try to connect. Um, yeah, but I definitely like, Sevi, I'm such an extrovert. I think right. I was 90% when I took the Myers-Briggs. And I have, like, actually, I think through this, been like, you're okay starting to learn like, how to it's be It's kind of enjoyable sometimes. Most... Like, it just, like, at the beginning of this, I laughed because I said this is going to be really, like, it was like an ironic laugh where I said, of course, the three things that, like, any therapist would probably say I'm going to have to deal with at some point are, like, hypochondric tendencies where I always, mm -hmm. where, like, I feel sick and I think I'm going to be sick, you know? Like, I think I have sicknesses. And um, right. not, like, loving being alone and being such an extrovert that, like, I'm just always going to choose to be with people. And when I have to be alone, I'm going to, like, try to find an exit hatch. Um, and working from home was something that I really struggled with last summer, didn't think I enjoyed, and just was like, well, I'll just never do that again. And so I laughed at the beginning of this because I was like, great, right, I'm really going to have to deal with all three of these. There's no escape hatch. Like... I'm not going to go out and get sick, but also I'm probably going to think I'm getting sick. Cause I'm, and also I'm probably going to have to be alone. And like, and I definitely think now, what is it? Two and a half months later, three months later, I'm surprised at how much I, I kind of 
not only faced some of them, but really got so much more comfortable. Where now, I literally put myself in timeouts. Where it will be, like, tense because everyone's moody one day. And I'll be like, I'm going to go outside and be by myself. And it's going to make me feel better. And it does. And I'm like, who am I? I, Like, what a terrible extroverted thing for me to do. But I go outside in the backyard. And I work out. And I, like, read. And I lie in the sun. And I feel better. Um, And so it's interesting because I don't, yeah. yeah, Like, I bet that'll stay. Like, I hope it'll stay. That, obviously, when I have a choice to be around more people, I safely i will and i'll enjoy that but i also think you know for a hypochondriac like what could be scarier than a pandemic like i don't think i'm ever going to be as worried about health again as i was maybe at the beginning of this i don't know maybe i'm wrong but i did think it's kind of funny i was like well i'm gonna have to i don't know humans like those things are gonna come up and i'm a firm believer in the psychology says that if humans go through something like like if something annoys them that's small like they can basically like blow up right um but if you face something gigantic that's like really mm-hmm. a big problem um your mind like refuses like the only way your mind can deal with it is by accepting it and i and like trying to make it into a like trying to use the situations and i think that this pandemic is a great example of like an opportunity not necessarily like a terrible thing and this is what I, why i was arguing with you at the beginning with that because it's making you face your fears. It's making everyone face like, like I hate being bored. Like this is basically like a recipe to be bored. Right. Cause you're literally stuck at home with nothing to do all day. And so yeah. at least when you, and I know other people have had it worse. Like I have a job, at least I'm not bored like those hours. Um, but I've like tried to make the most of it. And like, mm-hmm. I think everyone like literally you, it's so big. People don't think, they know they can't control it right you can't control the pandemic and therefore they accept it and then after they've accepted it because it's so big they know that like basically the only way to go forward is like to grow and to learn and to like get better and um like i think you and i have faced that head on but i think other people have um like this is an opportunity for them as well and they probably already have improved in some ways that they don't even realize like maybe they are reaching they've been reached out to more are reaching out more to old friends that they probably should have called ages ago but now like it's normalized to talk over facetime or over zoom or over uh, meet and just like make it normal you know well what do you think about this because i agree i totally agree but it also kind of i feel like the implications are somewhat bad though like for years, I literally remember, I, you could probably find a journal of me when I'm 13, being like, I should at some point learn how to, like, feel happy alone, like, in a room alone for, like, two days. Like, to me, that was just like, I don't want that to happen. That does not sound fun. Let's not do that. Um, and I think I actively knew that. But if I had tried to, like, make myself do it, I think it would have been way harder, um, if that makes sense. Because, I mean, I was telling someone... Um, my grandma called me at the beginning of this, our grandma, and said, you know, it's okay if you're mad that school was canceled and that you can't be there. And I wasn't. And then I was like, why am, why am I not? Like, I, I've, I love my school so much. And nothing right. before this could have actually dragged me away. But when it did, it was sort of like, well, of course. Like, yeah, like you can't control pandemic. I think that's a huge health that's risk. A- I was like, I'm not mad because... Like, if someone, yeah. if I had, someone had made me leave, like, I would have been so mad at that person. But it ended up just being, no, it's just this outside circumstance. Or I just had a birthday, and it was a virtual birthday. And I think I, if I had done that, if that had had to happen, like, it's almost like there's no blame. And so for me, there's less anger and, all, and just more, I'm more able to accept it. Because, no, the rational thing is that you, I'm not going to go out and have a party with people in person. Like, of course. Uh, hello, yeah, I think so. Did your headphones die? Are you still there? Can you hear me? Oh, that's okay. But yeah, I think, yeah. And so, mm-hmm. but my conclusion to this whole like thought that I'm thinking is, on one hand, it makes me feel good. Like humans, wow. Look at things happening and our brains rationally being able to say, you know, I would normally be really hurt by this, but I understand the circumstances and I'm less hurt by it. But also, I can hear my echo, that sucks. But also the... um. The other side of that makes me kind of sad, which is if there's not a really good reason, like if this hadn't happened, would I really never have been able to there we go. 
Yeah. Accept something, you know? Like, I, you know, you and I, like, I think we both believe in, you know, you work on yourself and you do self-growth and self-care and you get better and you force yourself to, like, have habits and all these things. And I think this has made it so much easier. And I think I don't know that I would be able to, like, force myself to do. Even, like, I think it's still hard right now, right? And it's just giving you that little push. Like, I don't know. I am a firm believer Mm -hmm. in, like, really big negative things are not always big and negative like this, right? Like, it, it does... It, it just puts it, it's just different right and that difference is enough to mix up the bag of marbles on what's going to happen in life and like change things for like the better in some cases and for the worst in others right like i'm not demeaning or want to demean in any way people who have like who i uh, have lost loved ones to like this virus right um because it's true um especially older loved ones um mm-hmm. but it also not like it also like saying it's a terrible inconvenience tragedy every single day or saying it's a tragedy when it in your own personal life is an inconvenience like you're saying the better way to see that is that's not an inconvenience that's a push towards where where do i want to go where it's pushing me i'm gonna make it push me and i think it's a great opportunity doing things i wanted to do anyway or kind of like what i was thinking of when i was like shit the world sucks how can i make this not like these months actually count because it was at that moment that i I remember now it was at that moment that i realized this wasn't going to be like a few weeks it wasn't going to be like oh i'm not working for a few weeks and then i'll go back which is that's what i hoped it would be but like it was at that moment i'm like this is gonna be like but real there's a point shindig um and i'm like i don't want to like lose these like life is too short i don't want to lose these months right like how can i and and i think what was my main point my main point is like basically like what what can i how can this how can i learn from you just cut out can you hear me hello did, did, did it cut out when i was in the middle of that sentence hello? um Basically, how can I go farther? Um, yeah. 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 How? Yeah, it's a dune. So it's like halfway. And there was one year, I, I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff saying you make resolutions, you don't keep them, blah, blah, blah. Sadness. And one of the suggestions was, okay, make three-month resolutions. Like, this year thing is a little arbitrary. Like, it's based on physics. But the fact that every year is the amount of time for you to decide what you're going to do better in your life. And... Even this is, like, an arbitrary time to decide what to do better. And I think it's made me see, you know, it doesn't have to be New Year's for you to reevaluate. I seriously reevaluated when I um, came back mm-hmm. to Colorado and knew I was going to be here living at home with for basically the summer. And I was able to really say, okay, how, what do I want it to look like? And what do I not want it to look like? And what am I going to do to make one of those happen? But... It's sort of like we get the freedom to do that only sometimes when really every day, like you said, life is short. It's not about every year in its entirety. And that's what I was trying to say. And I like kind of forgot while I was going through all the context. But like, it's a great way to like look at life and be like, what is actually important? Because you're literally Mm -hmm. like your whole world gets upended. And times when your whole world gets upended tells you what in life is truly important and what isn't. What have you realized is truly important? Is that too deep? Um, I, I, I feel like some of it are in you, but like your, the relationships in your life, the people in your life, that's super important. And the, and the people you, you want in your life um, in different roles are super important. Um, mm-hmm. Like re- keeping in touch with people, like even like, like, like I think is super important. Um, like figuring out what you enjoy and like not being, not being afraid to like give yourself some of that. So like, even if it's something like a toy or like something super ridiculous or like a food or like uh, food's a little bit harder. Um, but, uh, I I, I do think like, I I think like you can totally spoil yourself with unhealthy food. You just should do it all the time. But if it's healthy, like you can spoil yourself with, um, with something like all, like, don't be afraid to like buy yourself something special. Don't be afraid to like order out from that fancy restaurant to your home, not go because of the coronavirus, but, um, 
don't be afraid to buy yourself something yeah. super expensive that's going to give you a lot of um like especially if you're going to be bored give you a lot of uh, potential joy and potential time to do something you like um what else like yeah no i i googled this because i definitely there was one day i just felt like ah like i want to do something like bad like I just want to do something that like I'm not supposed to be doing like I'm tired Mm -hmm. of doing all the things I'm just supposed to be doing all the day um and I ended up splurging on like a soda which I normally wouldn't drink but it definitely I think I googled it and I found a bunch of articles that were like I have now entered the indulgence phase quarantine Uh, yeah I I don't like like, that I feel like I don't like the idea of it's a a phase okay well and I think you should indulge yourself I don't know I think some of it Okay, not a phase, but I think some of it allowed, like allowing yourself without you. you I think indulgence. Yeah, like I don't I have a problem calling it indulgence. That, I have a but, problem calling it a phase. Like, or, like you should always cause? be able to like give yourself enjoyment. Yeah. No, I mean, exactly. It's, and not and so indulgence to me means like it's really good and like you're really living it up. You're right. Oh, guilty pleasure. You know, it's not, it's about not feeling guilty doing the guilty pleasures. And I think I've found that yeah. um, a little and bit. And guilty pleasures where, are like, yeah, like if, it's true. like they're guilty sometimes because they're bad for you and you should not do those all the time. Like anything, like there's the, what's the quote with like yeah. the balance and like not too much, not too little. Yeah. Everything and, in moderation, including moderation uh, itself. And that's yeah. what, two is that? Oh, come on, you know, don't you? I, don't know. I thought it, 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 Sorry. it's one no, of the old I, philosophers. It's probably I thought it was like. Now. Let me Google it. Is, well, Aristotle. Oh, that's, is that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I don't know. So, um, Aristotle. What in all things? Apparently, like the, it's in the Bible. No, seven, mid 17th century proverb. Greek poet Herosod observed due measure moderation okay. is best anyway, in all I, things. It's yeah. Greek, but also the Bible, apparently. It's the whole thing. It's every everyone agrees, it uh, sounds like. Most so I think like that's important. What else have I learned that's kinda like like that matters in life? Like how much you spend or like or what you spend on. Like Mike I realize like buying food is kinda like the only thing that really like, like food and shelter, no. Like, no. like you can cut all your other expenses and still be really happy. <laughs> and like, y- <laughs> And phone, and phone bill. bill. Well, I need to be able, Wi-Fi. and I wouldn't go that far. Those are useful. Yeah, if I cut, I'm just saying, um, if I cut my Wi-Fi. Yeah, no, no, no exactly. Like basically, there. You, it basically, I re, like I didn't go out as much, and it wasn't just like food going out. It was like I just realized there's so many things that like I just stopped spending money on because I didn't like my monthly credit card bill went down by half. Like, and what was left was just basically food and some other like small things and then like I was able to add like frankly like a lot of like I bought like like I bought a few things that were like more pleasurable for me talk about indulgence and my credit card bill was still way lower than it normally is every month and these were like some big expensive purchases that made me really happy and like fill up like a considerable portion of the month um, and that's stuck mm-hmm. at home, filled up the considerable portion of the So I think it goes to show you that, like, yeah, like you you can like shit. It doesn't make you happy, or like all these experiences don't make you happy. It's like you can find your own way to get, give yourself happiness. That sounds really sexual. I don't mean it that way, but I don't know. I really um, miss experiences no. with people. Yeah, okay, uh, now my no, no. <laughs> but here's the thing: those experiences but can be online, like... and like you can still make great relationships in that way um yeah and and i'm not saying you should go out with That's friends like when you can you should like in fact i think it's really important um but like but, when you know there are some as, things yeah. that are just and like that doesn't as... mean you can't go out and like you have to spend a bunch of money right i also i this is kind of funny like three weeks in my mom said she realized how many how few yeah. clothes she needed and I don't know if I think that was true because I packed for spring yeah, break. Yeah, but you you went too low on that. Let's be real. Things. And one suitcase of things. I haven't even purchased new things, but now I'm wearing things that are like not fitting me, and it's fine because I'm at home. But yeah, I, I but I did sort of. I think I now have a sense of what I right. missed that I left. 
materially. So like, I wouldn't go as far as to say like, all you know, um, it doesn't. No material things matter, but I do think it helps you evaluate yeah, what material exactly. things matter. Um, um, yeah. I also this is so bad. I realized one of the things that really mattered to me was, or that yeah, I realized is significant to me is work or mm-hmm. learning, like keeping my mind having interesting things to do, which I consider work because school and my work normally does that. Um, but even just in the weeks where I was doing neither of those, the things that made me really excited were learning. No, it totally things, makes sense. If that makes sense. Yeah. Is there anything else that like of those, like I don't remember all the first questions you asked that you want to like talk about? I don't remember either. Um, what do you miss the most about pre-quarantine? That's a good question. Uh, I've been able to re- start hiking again. They reopened that. So like that was what I missed the most before. But now that that's opened and I'm able to do that again, what do I miss the most? Wow, the fact that this is hard is like bad. Uh, on the- See, I had the opposite conversation with our mom, who basically said that she's not keeping anything from quarantine life. Yeah, well, that, that, that sounds. Oh, no, I, I do like, miss going. So to, I do miss going to like eat at a restaurant I- with other people and like. I went to one on and Friday. just like sitting so down nice. and like eating and like being in a like a, the atmosphere of a restaurant and like waiting for your food and having good conversation and enjoying your food like that. Is the only thing that I think I like really miss, but I like feel I am enjoying cooking a lot at home. That's another thing I've been doing a lot of, and I was already doing a lot of that. Good. But, oh my god, that is something I've, I've not done. I'm becoming I don't even such know a good. I've cooked I'm less now. I'm becoming much better at cooking, and I love it. Really? Do you, you want me to send, send you every time I like, cook something like a picture of it? Okay, I'll do that. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to send me the recipe. I'll but send if it, you I what I made Friday. Better, I'll send you a picture <laughs> and you'll be like, like oh my God, that looks I'm so good. To. And I'll be like, here it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm cooking again tonight and it's the one thing I know how to I cook. think <laughs> what you can and can't eat and if well. there's anything. I think you would actually like this, what I cooked. Yeah, I'm try- I don't think there's anything in it that you couldn't oh, have. Although I do love cooking with milk and cream and other stuff like that. Um, I have a few recipes that are good with that. Oh, you can't have garlic, can you? That is a good thing. That's like one thing that was in this dish. No. Um, everything else was probably good. It's a really uh, sad thing, but it's fine. Yeah. yeah. No, I like. Yeah, I guess there isn't too much. I miss. I miss. Do oh yeah, miss I miss traveling. But, 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 I, I was about to say like I feel stuck in my house, but like technically I can go outside, and drive anywhere, whatever I want. But I still feel like. I've been more in it's a just, bubble in my house really and go. in the surrounding area than outside of it and i think the real reason is because what you just mentioned like travel like i i don't like it, it's more the fact that i can't travel versus the fact that does that make sense yeah we were just talking about earlier today off podcast um feels weird i'm like telling you about this because you were there but you know we were talking about a spontaneous trip we took last year and the fact that i yeah, couldn't take that, a that's spontaneous what it is for me right too now, a little sad or i wouldn't because it would probably be too unsafe i think so like i could but you know and i don't even go on that many like i don't travel i would say that much but yeah that is um something that's not like normal life but that's sort of a weird thing yeah i I guess i do miss i don't know i miss the house i lived in which had a lot of people yeah i miss a lot but also i think that's just yeah and like college would have been over but i guess it is over um And I did, my job at college is now over, but um, we had joked about that before, Mm -hmm. how that was going to happen, and how it was probably Mm going to happen sooner than later. (laughs) So it kind of feels like we were right. (laughs) Like, we were kind of confirmed that, like, it was an inevitable and it was going to happen. So I think that's also an interesting thing of, you know, it's not like you can say goodbye to a place for the time being, because... At least, like, I left mm-hmm. and I didn't know yeah, no. it was goodbye, you know? But then realizing why, I'm not that, I'm not that, that upset about it, you know? So I'd rather be safe. I'd rather keep other people safe. Yeah. Well, I might try. What's the thing Netflix you party? watch stuff with people? 
Yeah, it has to be on Netflix, unfortunately. Netflix party. I might try that. Yeah, I found no, a lot online. of online board games. We, we still also. need to do that. I played Battleship oh the other day. I, I bet I could beat I'm you. I'm so at good at Battleship. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really good at Battleship. You're probably really good at Risk, too. <laughs> My Tetris website needs yeah. to come back. That's the real thing. We should find a game we can play. That would be fun, like, over time. I have a Euchre app. We could, I could try to get mom and dad and you and I, we could play Euchre through this app. Would that be fun? It's actually really fun. I bet they would cheat. You, you can be in the same room as yeah, them to prove try. that they're not looking For at sure. each other. Well, then I'll cheat too. Well, that's so rude because you. you'll be, somebody will be my partner. I'm teasing. We always play yeah, in but, the same room. Yeah. That's how it All normally right. happens. We'll so, um, no, it'll be better. cards. <laughs> cool. Yeah, do let's wanna, do a 30 second, second wrap up. I'm going to want to get something to eat now. So, I know. That's, this is a good timing. Okay. Um, yeah, it's your turn to make dinner for <laughs> the good. night. Yeah, so, they, today was our COVID episode, too. and we talked about um, COVID sode. Yeah, that doesn't work. Um, anyway, so we talked about. Uh, the COVID-19 crisis and the uh, pandemic around the world. And uh, basically like how we've kind of looked at it, what we've gotten out of it, both positive and negative, what we miss um, and what we hope to like, basically like what it means in the, like kind of the idea of like our own lives and growth and like the future. And um, I guess we didn't talk about the future of COVID much. Uh, I don't think I'm smart enough to even comment on that. So bye. I feel like that's another piece where it's sort of if you accept the um, uncertainty yeah. and you, like don't. you don't have control, like whether the economy will be better when yeah. I graduate, it's not really up to me. So all you can control is, but yeah. Yeah. I was good. You can just yeah, say you. Effect on the world. Yeah. Um, your effects on your own life. Well, I, that's what you said at the beginning oh, of the episode. Oh, was that I, thought it was, you I thought it was a good. I like, think you. Yeah. I think you can do a bit. I'm the. You're the. I'm the only person. Oh, I they can totally can. But I do think people yeah. can affect change um, the world. But they. It's not just them. them. They need a group. Okay. Of, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, that that's no, that's another episode. But yeah, in this episode we talked about sort of um the positive things we have tried or the positive moments we've had where we succeeded in sort of making the months of coronavirus quarantine so far something we'd consider successful or, you know, not as bad as they would have been without thought. I don't, I don't know. I'm sort of rambling here. But, um, yeah, just sort of a check-in on, you know, this is happening in the world and the more positive way we've been lucky enough to be able to look at yep. it um, and how I hope to be able to look at it. Right forward. at 30 seconds. Much better than my ramble. Okay. Cool. Oh, cool. Have fun. Great. Well, I'm gonna cook yeah, dinner. You too. Have Ciao. a good night. Yeah. And something I something I've been thinking about. You know how when New Year's happens, yeah. I love New Year's. You get to like think about what you want to do with the year, and what you're gonna do, and what you need to. Wait, what went mm-hmm. wrong last year? And how do you fix it? And birthdays are. You're the lucky. Same. Your birthday my is birthday almost the exact opposite. Of what do you want for so this you get a year? Good. Like 